0: Welcome to Disco Coolia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Disco Coolia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Disco Coolia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at DiscoKuliaHeadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Suggestions to improve math for 7 to 14 year olds, can fish do math, squeaky wheels, Responsive teaching, this is how to do it, and teaching fractions. This is our podcast for week 40 in 2022. And welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Services. She always comes in to help us out with the links that we publish on Disco Coolia headlines.
1: Well, happy to be in the studio again. We're very happy Thank that you. you're
0: here. We're very happy that you're here. I'm very intrigued by those fish. And but we'll talk about <laughs> that. We'll talk about that later. We have some nice links and we'll go over them. In sequence, and the first one is about improving math for, for 7 to 14 year olds. Yeah. How can we
1: do that? Yes, well, this is uh, something that is posted by the Education Endowment Foundation. So that's in the UK. And if they talk about 7 to 14 year olds, they mean in the UK the key stage 2 and 3. And they have made some very good recommendations Um where there are research findings that schools can use to make significant differences to their pupils or, or their students' learning, and that they have focused on questions that appear to be most useful to uh, to practitioners, to to teachers, right? So the first is directly something that speaks to me. It says, use assessments to build on pupils' existing knowledge and understanding. Now, this is exactly why we created the Math Assessment Reasoning and Strategies, or MARS for short, that you uh, that's available on uh, mathstrategy.org. Using what they know to build on that and then take it a step further. That is what you need to do. So you can, um, on that website, do a guided math interview, and the system will analyze the outcomes that you put in, and tell you where the student is in Reasoning and Strategies, where the student can go next, and some activities to get him there. So on the website uh, next they recommend to use manipulatives and representations, so models. Also something very close to my heart and that we use on a daily basis. Followed by Teach students strategies to solve problems. Exactly that is uh, very important, particularly for those who cannot easily memorize math facts. Now, the list goes on. Great work. Every teacher should read it. They have eight research-based suggestions. And they all come with clear examples, even in a nice colorful uh, background. Uh, including uh, focusing on positive attitude and motivation. And structured interventions to provide additional support. Also in year 7, which is already our middle school. Because we so often see that kids get help in elementary school. And when they move to middle school, it's a completely different um, Surroundings and uh, very often the additional help is um, is not continued, unfortunately.
0: Great. So, well, okay. I think that's uh, every teacher should uh, should take notice of this,
1: right? Right, and it's it's a very easy read. It's it's nicely presented, cool. uh, clear, cool. short um, examples. Cool. Very nice.
0: Okay, well, our next link intrigues me very, very much. It asks the question, if fish can do math. It sounds weird.
1: Well, yes and no. So this is from the Washington Post, and uh, we mentioned earlier that um, Professor Brian Butterworth wrote a book, uh, Can Fish Count? Um, And uh, that is also very interesting. Now, this is about a study from Germany's uh, University of Bonn, uh, where they tested the math abilities of several freshwater stingrays.
0: Stingrays?
1: Yes, and they it, it's so um, wonderful. They actually called the stingrays Harry and Hermione. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> right. Oh,
0: like in the Harry Potter movies. Exactly. Oh, oh, okay.
1: So, what did they do? The researchers showed a fish, one of those stingrays, a cart containing four shapes, small circles and squares, and all those shapes were blue. Then they showed it two new cards: one with three blue shapes and one with five. Now, if the fish touched his nose to the cart with three shapes, it went without the treat. It was not rewarded. But touching his nose to the cart with the five shapes, however, he got a little treat. Now, over time, these fish learned that blue shapes on the first card meant I need to add one to the number. And they have worked with the fish for years. However, only half of the fish learned this task. But the (laughs) outcomes are amazing. It is amazing, even for
0: half the fish. Right, this
1: was not due to chance. Fish can learn... How to count? Wow. They even did uh, blue shapes for adding, and then, mind you, yellow shapes
0: for <laughs> subtracting.
1: And apparently, um, these uh, there's also research uh, about salamanders in uh, Mockingbird County. So very interesting research, and you can read more in our link on the website.
0: I'm I'm just wondering how you apply for a grant. And you write to the granting organization, I would like to figure out if fish can count.
1: (laughs) Well, we are doing uh, brain function research here. And uh, there is uh, a lot of research out there already that you build upon. And usually um, the research articles have as last sentence, we... Uh, suggest that for the next research, uh, this, that and the other needs to be researched. So, so maybe they've
0: done it with mice first and now they say, well, let's see how that works underwater. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. Well, the next link is about squeaky wheels. What is that other than uh, some of the cars on my 25 uh, year old Honda?
1: <laughs> well, research actually shows that girls with ADHD uh, very often miss out on school report. School support, sorry. Oh, now, okay. Based, this, is, this post is based on an article by Asa Olsen. I don't know if I uh, pronounce it correctly. That she wrote uh, just this year in 2022 in the European Journal of Special Needs Education titled Teachers Gendered. Notion of ADHD, and it's a literature review. So she really pulled up a lot of information from different databases. Right. So um, it is uh, posted here on the Special Needs Jungle blog. And it brings a story, uh, like I said, about how girls often lose out on school support. They are sometimes considered the squeaky wheel, and their other complaints are not recognized as much as they are recognized with boys, unfortunately. So it it seems that there is still a gender bias with teachers. And this may be the reason that girls with ADHD are not always taken seriously enough. And then they miss out on support. They uh,
0: just dismissed as squeaky wheel. You know, right. Out. So
1: okay. the article in the link goes into detail about what we know about ADHD. Because, well, this is a review article and it comes with a lot of uh, information, actually a whole set of approaches to support people with ADHD in general.
0: Okay, so it's a um, very complete article.
1: Absolutely. Uh, also, a very interesting link to the ADHD Foundation Charity. And they have a huge uh, research hub that I can only recommend. And then, uh, obviously, there's a whole list of uh, further reads uh, concluding the, the post.
0: Right. Okay. Well, our next link is about responsive teaching and how to do it. What is responsive teaching?
1: Well, this is also from teacherhead.com. And responsive teaching is all about thinking on your feet for teachers, using evidence from real time formative assessment. And with that information, you adjust your instructional input. And you practice activities in response to your student's level of success and their confidence. So you need some finger, speech and gefühl for this. It, it can appear and, and feel a little bit organic, but if you deconstruct the range of things a teacher has to do in a successful learning sequence, it's quite an in, uh, impressive array of specific definable elements. So let's mention those. The article in the link gives some guidance on how to uh, get this going. Okay. First phase would be clarifying learning intentions. We we usually do that, we explain the purpose of what our students are supposed to learn and um, what it means to be successful.
0: Okay, so we're here to work on fractions.
1: Exactly. Then, very important, activate and consolidate prior knowledge. Make sure that they, they have the prerequisite knowledge to build on. If not, then Go we back. need to yeah. Um, yeah. give that some more attention. Now we explain and model the new topic or concept. And we use multiple examples. And I would probably also add, give an example of what the concept is not. Or a common misunderstanding. Okay. And talk about that. How you can mend it. Then do a gradual handover of the teacher modeling uh, the task to the student can the do. The I it. do, maybe. we
0: do, you do exactly. sequence. Exactly. Yes. And maybe
1: maybe in in small steps, gradually till um, your student is next is ready for the next step, which is the independent practice. Right. And then, finally, you conclude your lesson with some review and uh, consolidate. So, like uh, you mentioned, well, the big uh, picture that we have seen today is so and so and so. And the next time we will look at so and so that kind of connects uh, with that. So, very nice uh, overview about what it is to do. Responsive.
0: Teaching. teaching. Okay. Well, that brings us already to our last link for the week and that link talks about teaching fractions. Is there a new method?
1: Well, um not really a, a new method, but the link the link here gives you a step-by-step way to make fraction kits. So the uh, students make it themselves. Oh,
0: like physical kits.
1: Absolutely. So
0: like paper and, and uh, yeah, scissors yeah. and stuff? Okay. Exactly.
1: And, and okay, uh, the students nice. actually enjoy doing this themselves right. with a little bit of guidance. I, I incorporated this once in a uh, summer activity um, for uh, students. And uh, some of them remarked, well, this is the first time that I actually understand what it means to do uh, fractions. Just hands-on. Yeah, that's uh, good. You don't need a lot of expensive yep. materials. You're
0: looking for that kind of learning.
1: And it's just a great way to have the students engage, work with their hands and materials to figure out the fractions. Now, I, I really see that this helps them to explore it in more depth and uh, memorize it better than when you just um, write down... Uh, a numerical uh, fraction and and show them how you can, uh, for instance, find equivalent fractions. Now, yeah, we've said it more often, obviously, Um, but uh, it is also uh, proven here. They need to get it in their their hands before they can get it into their heads. And we've heard this before. Yep. <laughs> yeah. This is, like we see here, this is a very good, is a example. good example.
0: This is a good example of it. Great. Well, thank you very much, uh, Dr. Schroeder, for all your wonderful insights. I hope to see you again next week. Dr. Schroeder is the founder of Discoculia Services.com and she tries to make everybody aware about DiscoCulia. So you can be part of that league of, of mad people who will help children who have the forgotten math learning disability, DiscoCulia. For this, you go to DiscoCuliaTutorTraining.org and you can read all about Dr. Surder's training there. DiscoCulia Headlines Weekly is a production from DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. You can find us on the web at DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com and we are on Twitter at dyscalculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for DiscoCulia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage